Hello, and welcome to the Gentleman's Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony, your host. And today, I want to share something with you. Um, it was actually a motivational story uh, that I was actually uh, reading. And, you know, I figure like I want to share this with you guys. And I think that's something I'm going to do every week, too, just because it really kind of motivated me. And I want to share it with you. And um, the person who we're going to be talking about is Amelia Clark. If you don't know who she is, um, she plays on game. She was uh, one of the main characters on Game of Thrones, an absolute uh, great show, um, horrible ending, but great show. And, um, you know, she's an A-list actor. And I want to kind of go over her her story. And I think it'll really um, kind of hit a, a nerve with you because it really hit a nerve with me. Now, you know, Amelia Clark, you know, it's a, like I say, it's a really motivational story. Um, and it's really a story about recovery. Um, but as you read this, it really starts to become, like I said, a motivation. And it all kind of starts where she couldn't remember her name. Uh, she was filming a second season for Game of Thrones. And, you know, as they're starting brain surgery definitely was not a part of the plan for her. You know, she was at the gym working out and she was, you know, doing her little workout routine and it felt like a, like a band or something was squeezing her brain. And then all of a sudden she was, you know, she's like, I think I have to go to the bathroom she got on her knees and then kneeled in front of the toilet. And she was trying to recall one of her lines from the Game of Thrones, right? And one of the assistants came and found her lying on the floor. And for her, everything, everything at once really became really noisy and really blurry for her. And she was saying that she remembered the sound of a siren and an ambulance. And all of a sudden she heard voices around her that she's, you know, never heard before. And one of the voices was saying that her pulse is weak and that she was throwing up bile. Now bile is not good. That's, that's at the very pit of your stomach. It's not a good thing if you're throwing that up. Now what she didn't know at the time, but she has suffered a life-threatening brain aneurysm. Usually those have a very, very low um, success rate. And what I mean by that of, of you living. Now, the process was a real, was a real pain for her. And she was saying the recovery was worse. Now, she had a three-hour brain surgery. And after the surgery, the doctors told her, that she might not make it through for the next couple weeks, that she has a high likelihood of dying. And the nurse asked her her name, and she looked at her, and she wasn't able to answer her, you know, answer the nurse her name. And in that moment, she said that she wanted to pull the plug. She actually asked the medical staff to let her die. You know, her job, her entire dream of what her life would be was centered around language. And if she couldn't communicate with that, she was lost. 
Now, the memory loss was temporary, but her recovery was slow. And because of her slow recovery, her fear only became amplified, right? Now, a month later, she was back on the set powering through scenes. She was telling her bosses at the game, you know, you know, for the Game of Thrones show that, excuse me, about her condition. And she didn't want it to be the subject of public discussion and direction because she was saying that the show must go on. So as they were doing like press junkets where they go on shows and, um, you know, market the show, you know, she was sipping on morphine between press interviews and had more makeup than normal to hide the fatigue that she was going through, you know, but on set, she would say she didn't miss a beat, but she struggled a lot. And she was saying that season two was her worst because she didn't know what any of the Dernays were doing, which is um, the group that she was a part of in the show. But if she was truly being honest, every minute of every day, she thought she was going to die. But she didn't complain. Even when the pain was so strong, she couldn't drown it with drugs. She was raised to say to herself, excuse me, that life's not fair. She was never raised to say that. She was taught to remember that there's always somebody that has it worse off than you. In 2013, then, a routine brain scan showed Amelia needed a second surgery. She needed to undergo one more surgery to fully recover from the pain. She was promised it'd be a simple procedure. (laughs) Well, she woke up screaming in pain. That second surgery failed and she had massive internal bleeding and she needed a third operation immediately. So the doctors drilled through her skull to save her life. A few weeks later, hiding scars with her hair, Amelia Clark faced thousands of enthusiastic fans at a Comic-Con. And she was hit by one of the most excruciating headaches she said she's ever felt in her life. And then back came that sickling, familiar sense of fear. She honestly said this to herself. She thought that this was it. She thought that her time was up. She's like, I've cheated death twice, and now death is coming to claim me. Now, as she stepped off stage, an MTV reporter was waiting for her. And she said to herself, you know what? If I'm going to go, it might as well be on live television. But you know what? She didn't go. She went back and claimed her main role for the third season, the fourth, and the fifth. And as her character grew stronger and fiercer, Amelia learned to surrender to the the unknown. She had faced her fear head on instead of avoiding it. And when the eighth and final season came around, she was still 
alive. But there was one last thing that she needed to truly heal. And after keeping quiet about this for almost 10 years, she opened up her experience and she wanted to share this with the world and with other people that are struggling, you know, with, with certain deaths sometimes or with anything. You know, something I took out of this story is we never know what is going to happen day after day. We don't know. You know, there's, you know, plenty of times when you've talked to somebody and a couple days later they're gone. They had a heart attack or a stroke or they got hit by a car or whatever, you know, and because it really is true. The saying is tomorrow's never promised. You know, that's like, to me, that's why I always talk about on this podcast that you really have to go all the way. You have to take every day and act like it's your last because you do not know. Nobody knows when they're going to go. They, we don't. That's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that are supportive. Go after your dreams. Plan for your future. And live like it's your last day. Because something like this could happen to you. Could happen to me. Could happen to anybody. And we may not be as fortunate as she was. So... Today, as you're listening to this, what I would say to you is do one thing, whatever that is, that is going to push you forward, but also to do that one thing and make sure that you do this. If it's that conversation that you've been needing to have, or if it's telling that person how you truly feel, or if it's that that girl or boy you want to ask out, or maybe it's going after that job that you've always wanted. Make it happen today. Take the steps now to go after those things that you truly want. Because again, like we've heard in this story, and like I'm saying to you now, tomorrow is not promised, but... Today is right now. You have the time right now to do it. So after you get done listening to this, go after what that is that you want. And I'm going to tell you, you will not regret it. So guys, thank you so much for listening today. Um, as always, I sincerely appreciate you know you you guys listening to me. I mean, this was... You know, definitely quite a, a moving story for myself. I I loved it, and I hope you loved it too. And if you have any questions on anything that we talk about, or maybe you have a motivational story of your own, please never hesitate to reach out to me. Um, you know, Anthony at gentsjourney.com. Or you can also DM me on my Instagram, and that's my gents journey. And also, too, if you want to be on the show and share your story, I would love that. I would love 
to have some segments where I can talk to people and they can share their stories about becoming a gentleman or their journey to self-mastery or how they overcame something, you know, that could have been tragic, but it's something that motivated them to be better. So again, thank you guys so very much for listening today. And remember, you create your reality. Take care.